The other day, one of you guys emailed me what I thought was a brilliant suggestion for the channel. I wish you would have thought of this idea like in early December. It's something that we're going to have to wait to do. But the idea was the Hef Awards, the Huge Embarrassing Failure Awards. Now, I put a lot of thought into this idea since it was brought to my attention. I figured we could compile the biggest failures of the year, put them into a poll, let you guys decide who wears the crown, who will be the heavyweight champ of huge embarrassing failures. Now, I would not vote myself, but if I were given a vote, without a doubt, without a moment of hesitation, my vote would be for Bamani Jones. What else can I say about the level of failure achieved by Bamani Jones? I have been covering this guy for at least a year, maybe even two years. I have done extensive research on the background of the Bobo. Now, one thing I have never taken away from him, the dude is smart, there's no doubt about it, but it does not matter how intelligent you are. If you're in the business of entertainment, there is one quality that takes precedence above everything else. Charisma. Do you have the ability to not only capture people's attention, but hold on to it, maintain it? You either have it or you don't. I hate to break the bad news to the Bobo. You ain't got it. This dude has been given chance after chance after chance. This dude has been set up for success. I cannot think of anyone else in the mainstream media that was set up for what looked like guaranteed success like Bamani Jones. Yet here we are. He's 10 years into the business and this guy has never succeeded at anything. And when I say he has been set up for success, Bamani Jones has been set up for success. Normally, when you are an unknown in television, you're starting at the bottom. Just like any other industry, you start at the bottom shitty time slot, bad lead-ins. If you can build an audience when the deck is stacked against you, then you can become a superstar once the machine is behind you. The complete opposite happened for Bamani Jones. When he started his television career at ESPN, he had Stephen A. Smith as his lead-in, the face of the network, literally handing him hundreds of thousands of free viewers every day. What did Bamani Jones do? Force them to change the channel. This time last year, after 10 years of failure at ESPN, the Bobo starts a new chapter of his career on HBO. They give him John Oliver as the lead-in. There is nothing on TV Sunday night. Your competition in prime time, it's minimal. John Oliver hands Bamani Jones eight, 900,000 viewers. What does he do with it? He runs 80% of them off. The goal in television is to keep 40% of the audience at minimum. That is minimum. Now, you could put banging baboons in the time slot following John Oliver and 40% of the audience would stick around just to watch them fornicate. Not with Bamani Jones, though. No, no, no. The Bobo. He has this unique ability to completely eliminate an audience. But HBO, HBO had a master plan for success. Oh, this strategy was absolutely brilliant. We have realized the error in our ways. Bamani doesn't have the face for Sunday night television. We also did not pair him with our most popular program. We are dedicated to resolving this problem. Starting in 2023, Bamani Jones will entertain the one million or so viewers who tune in to watch Bill Maher. 
Let me get this straight. This intolerable fuck tanks your Sunday night lineup. So the solution to the problem is moving him to your most watched night of the week so he can destroy all momentum Bill Maher built heading into the weekend? That is your solution? Um, I don't think it takes a media mogul like Ted Turner to figure out that dog won't hunt. Friday night, the only hunting taking place was hundreds of thousands of people hunting for the remote control. Friday night, Bill Maher, 800,000 viewers, placing him in the top 50 on cable. He drew a .10 in the 18-49 to 49 demo. Now, that's a huge number. 18-49, to 25-54, that is the demographic you want. The reason YouTube can charge premium ad rates on my channel is because half of my audience is between the ages of 25 and 54. Now, I had to build this channel from the ground up. This channel went from zero to over a million viewers every month in the span of about three years. Nothing was given to me. Every viewer had to be earned. Now, the Bobo, he's been trying to build an audience for over 10 years. He has literally been given everything, every opportunity to succeed. Once again, Friday night, he was given 800,000 free viewers. Nice percentage of those falling in the key demo. What did he do with another free gift? <laughs> he found a new way to convince almost 80% of Bill Maher's audience to change the channel. 168,000 viewers, a .03 rating in the key 18 to 49 demo. Huge, embarrassing failure. I don't know any other way to describe it. Now, right now, I'm waiting on the mainstream media to spin this failure into a positive. But Monty Jones' premiere draws 100,000 more viewers than last season. Yeah, what a fucking accomplishment. He went from nothing to almost nothing. As of the time of this recording, no major media outlets have picked up this story. Perhaps they're ignoring it because there's just no way to polish this turd, but I find this strange. Because last week, leading up to the premiere, there was nothing but praise, nothing but hype in the mainstream media for Bamani Jones. God only knows how much money HBO spent promoting this garbage. They are begging you. They are begging you to accept Bamani Jones. Yet for some reason, normal people continue sending back the same message. We are not entertained by huge embarrassing failures. The change in time slot, that was not the only exciting change going into Season 2. You see, the Bobo, the smart Bobo, recognized the ratings problem from last season. He pinpointed the exact reason. He was consistently beaten by Mr. Clean infomercials. It's not fair. Mr. Clean's allowed to be himself. He knows his area of expertise. He's allowed to scrub those floors without relying on a script. He's also bald. The men love bald men. Don't worry, HBO. Trust the Bobo. I know how to compete with Mr. Clean. The Bobo started out by calling up Barber Bob. Barber Bob shaved every inch of hair off the top of his head, surgically placed those hairs on his legs so Bobo would stop being mistaken for a woman when he's visiting the Bongo Beach. I can't attract the man I'm looking for when I had the legs of a woman. He also eliminated the teleprompter. No more reading off a script for the Bobo. No, 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 no script. 
I'm at my best when I'm allowed to cook. Come on, HBO, let the Bobo cook. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one thing on that menu. Woke wiener. Last week, Bamani Jones was interviewed by the New York Times. This interview, God, this interview showed how delusional this guy really is. For starters, allowing Bamani Jones to go off script, that is not going to solve the ratings problem. He goes off script every day on his shitty podcast, a podcast heavily promoted by ESPN. Go check the ratings. Go check the YouTube views. Failure. As I'm reading this interview in the New York Times earlier this morning, the arrogance, the downright arrogance of Bamani Jones was seeping through my computer screen. This dude actually thinks he's successful. The Times, they showed a picture of his apartment in Harlem. I have seen finer accommodations in the WNBA dump. The Bobo told the New York Times, no one wants to get into an argument with the Bobo on television. I always come out the winner. Winner? Winner? Someone please tell me. Name one time Bamani Jones has ever won at anything. I could sit here for another hour and detail his losses, local radio, Failure. National radio. Failure. Podcasting. Failure. YouTube. Failure. Multiple opportunities in television at ESPN. Failure. Contestant in the Woke Beauty Pageant. Failure. One of a dozen lonely men who entered Shay Shay's Grilled Woke Wiener Contest. Failure. HBO. Failure. Life. Failure. At this rate, but Monty Jones will be the first in the history of mankind to figure out a way to fail at death. The New York Times asked him about his favorite segment from season one. I conducted a similar poll. I asked normal people their favorite segment from season one of The Bobo. 100% of respondents replied back with the show going off the air. What was The Bobo's favorite segment? When he turned Coach K's last game at Duke, a legendary career from Coach K, Bobo turned that situation into an issue of mythical racism. Now, the most interesting part of the interview was when Bamani Jones discussed his target audience. When you're building a platform, you obviously want to appeal to as many people as possible, but you want to cater to your base, your base audience. For example, this channel caters to normal people. I'm not creating content hoping to attract the attention of the pimple-faced wanker spanker who believes if he finds the right man, he will get pregnant and give birth to a ficus. I want to appeal to all normal people, black, white, gay, straight, biological, trans, doesn't matter to me. The content is catered towards people with common sense. Now, let's compare that method of thinking to the thinking of Bamani Jones. He told the New York Times, I go into every show never wanting to box black people out. If we're in the production meeting and only white people laugh at a prepared joke, I scrap it. If only black people laugh, I use it every time. Therein lies the problem. Bamani Jones is creating content geared towards a small segment of the black population. He wants to appeal to the victims. He wants to appeal to the marginalized who share his victim mentality, which is fine. That's fine. Bamani Jones, he can target whatever audience he wants. The problem is 
There are not enough of those people to carry a television show. Even if he had all the charisma, which he doesn't, but even if he did, the Bobo is essentially going after, what, less than 5% of the overall population? Howard Stern could not succeed with a potential audience that small. Bamani Jones is a prime example of two things. One, he is living proof affirmative action does not work. This dude has been given opportunities because of the color of his skin. ESPN, afraid to fire him. HBO, afraid to cancel his show. Because they know the backlash will be severe. The Bobo, he's also an example of what happens when you're given something without having to earn it. Like I said earlier, he was handed success. Lead-ins from Stephen A. Smith, John Oliver, Bill Maher. Three of the biggest names in the media. And Bamani Jones continues to strike out. If you can't draw an audience going on directly after three legends in the mainstream media, you don't belong in the business. And that's the truth about Bamani Jones. He does not belong. But give me your thoughts. Season two of Bamani Jones, another huge embarrassing failure. If I had to guess, within two, maybe three weeks, this show will be back below 100,000 viewers. Do you think it even takes that long? Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.